Welcome to First Baptist Belton. By God's grace, we aim to be a gospel-centered people who know Jesus intimately, serve Jesus passionately, and share Jesus globally. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoy the following message. Well, good morning. Happy New Year. All right, about three of you are glad about that. Happy New Year to you. Hey, there we go, there we go. Year 2022. Yeah, who would have thought, right? It's exciting. I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas and a great New Year celebration. And with the new year comes new possibilities, new goals. How many of you set some, I'm not going to call them um, resolutions, all right? How many of you set some New Year's goals? Anybody? None of us. All right. That's excellent. What a great start. It's going to be a great beginning. I don't even know where to go from there. No, a new year, right? New year, new possibilities, new goals, new anticipations, a lot of exciting things ahead of us as a church. As next week, we gather together here in this service at 9 o'clock next week and welcome our new pastor, Logan Reynolds. It'll be this first Sunday. Please come, be a part of it. It's going to be an exciting day in the life of First Baptist Belton. New things happening this year in the church, in your life, in your families, at school, at work. A lot of new things that we can look forward to in the year 2022. But I also know that in a new year, there can be a lot of challenging things that we may face. A lot of things that we might not even know that we're going to face that can cause some anxiety or maybe cause some worry in us. As we approach a new year, the year 2022, there can be quite a bit of us that might worry quite a bit, might become anxious. So let me ask a personal question to kick it off, all right? How many, how many people in here are worriers? Anybody want to admit that out loud? or not out loud, just raise your hand. All right, some worriers in the room, yeah. I mean, that, I understand that, I'm, I can do that as well. I can worry, I can be anxious about things. There's things within a new year that, honestly, we have no clue what's gonna happen this year, do we? We really don't. We don't know what we're going to face. We don't know what life is going to bring to us in a new year, and it can cause some anxiety and some worry. Moments within this year, we can worry about our lives, our families, our future. We may worry or become anxious about finances, jobs, school, our health. We worry in our own thoughts. We worry about what others think. We worry about ourselves. We worry about others. And with a lot of unknown, anxiety can increase. We can become anxious about much. And it can become overwhelming, both intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm sure you've experienced that. We can be anxious about many things. Now, here's my question for us this morning. I'm not, I'm not going to start at a depressing way here. I'm not trying to be depressing, but we really don't know what this year will, will face. What will we face this year? We have no clue, but we do know this. Based on the scripture, it says, when the storms come, 
Not if, but when the storms come, right? And so here's my question for us this morning. How is it possible to have peace, have the peace of God in 2022 when I worry and I'm anxious about everything around me? How can you have the peace of God this year? What I want to do is I want you to open your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 6. Philippians chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 6. We'll begin reading in Philippians 4 first. So this morning we're going to talk about how to have the peace of God. Today's message is really practical, or I hope it to be so. A practical message for you, for you and I to take out of this place, and when anxiety rises and worries begin to surface in our life this year, here's some things that the Scriptures tell us to do. So very practical this morning. What I want to do is I want to summarize Philippians 4 with four encouragements for you, four challenges for you. I hope that you'll write these down and, and put these into practice this year. And then we'll conclude with two promises that come from Scripture. So, in other words, here's where we're going. If you do these four things, here's what God says will happen as a result, okay? So there's two promises based on these commands. And I'm hopeful that our time this morning will equip you to walk in the peace of God whenever you're tempted to worry or be anxious about anything this year. So if you want to experience the peace of God in 2022, here's what I would encourage you to do. Philippians 4, beginning in verse 6. The very end of verse 5, the Lord is at hand. Let me just stop right there. I know that's not what we, I said to read, but I want us to stop right there. The Lord is at hand. Ladies and gentlemen, we have no time to waste. The Lord is at hand. He's coming. We have no time to waste. The Lord is at hand. And then look at what Paul writes, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Now flip over to Matthew chapter 6. Hold your place in Philippians 4. Matthew 6. These are Jesus' words to us. Matthew 6, verse 25. What you'll see is that Paul by the Holy Spirit, gave the same words that Jesus used in the Sermon on the Mount here. Matthew 6, 25, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. 
Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, this is the third time he said it, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So how do we have an experience and encounter the peace of God in 2022? Here's four things that I want you to write down and to remember. So when anxiety comes, worry comes, when, when the storms of life begin to hit you, instead of worrying or becoming anxious, here's four things that the Scriptures tell us to do. The first thing is this, pray about everything. Pray about everything. Whenever you begin to have an anxious or worried thought, pause and seek God in prayer about everything. This is straight from Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but pray about everything. In other words, to be anxious about nothing, pray about everything. To be anxious about nothing, pray about everything. Martin Luther once said this, pray and let God worry. Pray and let God worry. Here's the great news about that. He won't have to because he doesn't have to. He's God. And for those who are his children, we don't have to either because we know that God is in control. We don't have to worry about life. We don't have to worry about our situations that we're facing. This is exactly what Jesus tells us when he's talking about worry in Matthew 6. I love what, I love what he asks there in Matthew while he's, while he's teaching. He says, who of you, who of you by worrying can add a day to his life? You worry about all these things, does it help? That's what he's basically saying. You're, not, you're doing nothing but adding more worry on worry. You ever been there? Right. You're just adding more worry. You're not solving anything. There's no solution with it. Just trust me. Just trust me. You don't have to worry. Don't miss what Jesus is saying in Matthew 6. God's, God guarantees mercy today for challenges today. And God guarantees mercy tomorrow for challenges tomorrow. His mercies are new every morning. 
Great is his faithfulness. God does not give mercy today for challenges tomorrow. No, today's mercies are designed for today's burdens. Tomorrow's mercies will be sufficient for tomorrow's burdens. Anxiety and worry so often come when you and I are focused on tomorrow, on what's next in the future. Now, it's not unwise to think about the future. This is certainly, there's certainly wisdom in planning for the future as best as we can. But when we think about the future, particularly the unknowns of it, or what's going to happen in this circumstance, or I'm seeing this in my children, how, how is this going to work? And we begin to worry and we become anxious about it. We need to stop and realize that God holds the future in his hands and that he promises to give exactly what's needed when it arrives. Have you ever experienced that in your life? When something happens that you didn't, you didn't think would be coming, you're experiencing something, you're walking through something, and then you get on the other side of it and you look back at it and you're like, how did I get through that? Have you ever been there? Well, that was God's mercies each day carrying you through. Every single day, supplying exactly what you need for that day's burdens. New mercies every single morning of every single day. God promises that His mercy will always prove sufficient for you in every new day. Now, believing this, this is critical, and in some sense, it's, it's key to fighting anxiety and worry as you realize that what you need today is not strength for tomorrow. What you need today, God provides today. He will carry you through. Don't worry about tomorrow, Jesus said. Instead, live in the mercy God gives you today, believing and having faith and trust that new mercies are coming tomorrow. That mercy will be sufficient for whatever tomorrow holds. So how can you not be anxious about tomorrow? By believing that new and sufficient mercy from God is coming your way every single day. And He will supply all that you need. His grace, His mercy, it's sufficient. I love, um, if, you, if you hold your place in Philippians 4 and Matthew, six, and Matthew 7, as we think about praying about everything, as, as anxiety and worry surface and begin to rise in your life, pray about everything, Paul says. Well, I want you to consider this, that when you're anxious and worry is beginning to arise, Jesus says this about our good, kind, and benevolent Father. Pray about it. Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it will be opened. And I love this. Look at what, he, look at what he's talking about, our good God. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? I mean, we just got through Christmas, right? All your, all your children or your grandchildren, here's what I want, right? They put it on their Amazon list. They wrote it down. Here's exactly what I want. Now, how many of you, being parents or grandparents, 
How many of you went, nah, not going to do that. Here's what I'm going to give you. Instead of the basketball goal, I'm going to give you a box of cereal. Right? No, we're, we're, we, we love our children. We love our grandchildren. We want to give them good gifts. We want to bless them. That's what Jesus is saying here. They ask for bread, you're not going to give them a stone. That's evil. That's not good. And then look at what he says about, he goes on to say, or if you ask for a fish, you'll give him a serpent. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? If you mark your Bibles, that's a line I would underline. How much more? Will your heavenly Father, who is in heaven, give good things, good things, to those who ask Him? When anxiety begins to rise, when worry begins to surface in your life this year, pray. Pray about everything, because you have a good, kind, and benevolent Father who loves to give good gifts to his children. Not only will he give you mercies to get through it, but he loves to give good gifts to his children. And here's what you can bank on as you pray about it and as you pray and ask God for his help. When he answers, if the answer is yes, no, or maybe, or wait, it brings him glory and it's for your good every single time. He's a good father. So pray about everything. God, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this situation. I've got a lot of concerns with this or that situation, but right now I'm going to stop and lift all of this up to you in prayer. I want you to carry this. I want you to lead me through this. I want to trust you that you're good, that you will get me through. I'm asking for your help specifically in my life, for my kids, my family, my friends, for this need or that need, for this situation or that situation. I'm going to trust that your mercy is going to be enough for me today. So I will not worry or be anxious. So when you begin to worry, when anxiety begins to surface this year, immediately begin to pray about everything that's on your mind. God can handle it. He wants to hear from you, and He will answer. So pray about everything. Here's the second thing that we see from Philippians chapter 4. So pray about everything. Secondly, express thanksgiving to God. Express thanksgiving to God. This is so important. In both Matthew 6 and Philippians 4, we're told to trust God through prayer with thanksgiving, with gratitude. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Why with thanksgiving? Why is that so important as you think about being anxious or worry in your life? 
When you think about it biblically, worry or anxiety means that you carry these concerns in this world in such a way that you either lose perspective on life or you lack trust in God. So how do we keep this perspective of life and live with trust in God? Philippians 4, 6 says to express thanksgiving to God in all circumstances, in all of life. This is the same thing we look, we, we see back in Matthew 6. Look at the birds of the air, and they neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And then he asks this, this great question, are you not of more value than they? Are you not more valuable than the birds of the air? And don't you see that I give them exactly what they need? You're more valuable than the birds of the air. So as you begin to worry or be anxious, pray about everything that's on your mind and trust that God loves you and will help you. Trust that He will give you everything you need. Express gratitude to God for all the ways that He loves you, cares for you, sustains you. Express gratitude for the promises that He'll help you and that He's there to meet your needs. It's my encouragement to you this year. Thank God in advance for His mercy that He's promised to give you. Instead of worrying, thank God that He's going to lead you through it. Instead of worrying about the future, thank God that He holds the future in His hands. Instead of worrying about what we don't know, thank God for the promises that you do know. Instead of worrying about what you don't have, thank God for all the blessings and all the gifts that you do have. Cling to His promises. When anxiety and and worry begin to rise this year, just stop, pray about everything, and while you're praying, express gratitude to God. God, I thank You for Your presence. God, I thank You that I am not alone in this situation. God, I thank you that you will never leave me nor forsake me. God, I thank you that your ways are always perfect, right, good, and for your glory. God, I thank you that you have not forgotten my name. God, I thank you that when I cast my cares upon you, your word says that you care for me, that you will carry me through. God, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the gift of salvation through your Son. Thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit within me. But I'm not alone in this. God, thank you that you'll carry me through by your mercy today. And I submit and I trust you alone. As you express prayers of thanksgiving like this, here's what begins to happen. You replace worry and anxiety in your heart with faith and trust. The realization that you don't have to worry because you have a great God who promises to give you every single thing you need for every single moment you face. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be anxious. So pray about everything. Express thanksgiving to God. Here's the third thing from our text. Philippians 4, 8. Here's the third thing. Meditate on God. Meditate on God. Now your translation, like mine, says think. 
but I love what King James Version says. It says to meditate. Meditate on these things. Not just a moment glance, but meditate on these things. Look at what he says in 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Meditate on God. Meditate on these things. We can summarize true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and praiseworthy by saying that which comes from God. This is who God is. This is who Jesus is. So in times of worry, pray about everything. Express gratitude to God. And then meditate on Him. Ask yourself, does this thought I'm having come from God? Is it true? Is it pure? Is it honorable? Is it praiseworthy? Is this thought honoring to Him? Is this thought of worthy of praise before Him? I don't know if you're like me, but here's what Matt can do. A situation can arise. Worry and anxiety begins to surface, and my mind begins to work, and I begin to think, and I begin to think, and I begin to strategize, and I begin to work towards solutions. And my mind can race, and then I do what I think I'm supposed to do, and then I look back and go, well, I messed that one up. You ever, you ever experienced that? I mean, my mind can race, and it will not shut down. I'll go to sleep, I'll lay my head down on the pillow, and I'm still awake at two or three in the morning with my mind racing. Most of the time, that's because I haven't prayed about everything, expressed gratitude to God, and I'm surely not meditating on God. I'm not thinking on that which is lovely and pure and honorable and right and true and praiseworthy and excellent. I can begin to think of what Matt needs to do to solve this. And then here's what's happened, here's what happens in that situation. Is then I find myself even in a worse situation sometimes. And other times, because I haven't thought about what is true and lovely and right and pure, I haven't meditated on God, I have all kinds of unhelpful emotions. Despair, distress, discouragement. It can even lead to these unhelpful actions in all kinds of ways. I can even, I don't know if, I'm sure you're not this way, but I am. It can even lead to, think, I'll think things that aren't even true. Right? Well, because this happened and this happened and this happened, because I put myself in God's place, I begin to think things that aren't even true. Then I begin to treat people the way they shouldn't be treated. Then I begin to doubt things that I shouldn't even doubt. Meditate on God, that which is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and praiseworthy. Now, I want you to look back at your text, Philippians 4, 8, and 9. I want you to see this connection. There's a great connection here. 
in verse 8, you have this phrase, think about these things. Then in verse 9, it says, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. Do you see the connection there in 8 and 9? So there's thinking, meditating on these things in verse 8, and there's practicing in verse 9. Here's why that's important. Transformed thinking leads to transformed living. Transformed thinking leads to transformed living. It starts with meditating on the things that come from God or are of God and closing our minds to that which do not come from Him. Anxiety and worry happen when we forget that God is on the throne of our lives the world around us. So we begin to think thoughts that are not true, not honorable, not just, pure, lovely, commendable, or praiseworthy. So here's what I want to encourage you to do. Pray about everything. Express gratitude to God. And meditate on the things of God. Fight the battle of the mind. Your mind is a battlefield. It is where the war is raging. And as worry and anxiety as they surface in your life this year, pray. Express gratitude to God and meditate on the things that come from God. Think on Him. Meditate on Him. Sing songs of praise to Him. Take every thought captive, every single thought. Lastly, obey the Word of God. Obey the Word of God. So pray about everything. Express gratitude or thanksgiving to God. Meditate on that which is from God and obey the Word of God. This is the exact language we see in Philippians 4, 9. Think about these things in verse 8, then again, in verse 9, practice these things. This makes sense in light of what Paul just said before this. He said, whatever you've learned, whatever you've received, whatever you've seen. In other words, what's supposed to happen when we learn something? It does us absolutely no good to learn something and then never put it into practice. What we, what we learn, we should apply. We obey what we hear. We follow what we see. If you hear this word of God from Philippians 4, and you're like me, and you can worry, and you can become anxious about many things, but you don't put what He's given you into practice, this word from God will not do you any good. This is exactly what James says. In James chapter 1, 22 through 25, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing." 
So we can read these instructions in Philippians 4, where it says, do not be anxious about anything. We can read the words of Jesus in Matthew 6, do not be anxious about your life, do not be anxious about tomorrow, do not worry. But if we don't put into practice what He's given us, we're like a man who looks in a mirror and then walks away and forgets what he looks like. And when we do this, when we don't obey, then we're deceiving ourselves and we miss the blessing of God. But I want you to see something in Philippians 4. We're not the only ones who miss this blessing. Others do as well. Philippians 4, 9, Paul said, what you have learned and received and heard, and then he says this, and seen in me. Right? What you've, what you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. That's a brave statement. Right? That's pretty bold. What you've seen in me, practice it. Whatever you see me doing, do these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Paul is saying to these Christians, just do what I do. That may sound arrogant until you put this together with what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1, or 11, 1, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. So Paul is saying, I want so badly for you to follow Jesus that I will do everything I can to show you what that looks like in action. If you live like me, if you'll practice what you, what you see me doing, then you'll be living like Jesus. Back in, you can flip back to Philippians chapter 3, 17, Paul says this, brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. In other words, focus your eyes on people who are living like Jesus. Become more and more like them, and in the process, you'll become more like Jesus. So I know this really doesn't have to do with worry or anxiety, but I want to ask a question. As you think about this new year, based on Philippians 4.9, is your life worthy of imitation by those around you? If other people follow your life, will they be following Jesus? Students, teenagers, children, is this the way you would describe your life? Single brothers and sisters, is your life worthy of imitation, abandoned to God and His purpose? Husbands and wives, is your life worthy of imitation, such that if a husband or a wife lives like you, they would be following Jesus in a way that totally honors their spouse? Parents, Are your kids seeing in you what it means to follow Jesus? Grandparents, are your grandchildren seeing in you what it means to live like Jesus? If your kids live just like you, will they be following Jesus with all their hearts? You know this. God has entrusted us as parents with the responsibility to show our children how to follow Jesus. 
they will not be what they cannot see. And there's nothing more valuable for our children than, than for them to see Jesus in us. And I know that this is not just about children and parents. So let me ask the question. If our family, friends, neighbors, coworkers lived just like us, if they lived like you, will they be following Jesus with all their hearts? Let's take responsibility for showing others what the life of Christ looks like in action. Because to be a Christian means to follow Jesus in such a way that others see Him. Let's live like that. So as we think about worry and anxiety, as worry and anxiety begins to arise in 2022, pray about everything. Express gratitude and thanksgiving to God in all circumstances. Meditate on God. Think on Him. Think of the things of Him. Think of who He is, His character, His ways. And obey the Word of God. And when you do these things, go back to your text, Philippians 4. Two promises from God's Word. Two promises happen. Two promises come straight from the mouth of God here in Philippians 4. As you are not anxious about everything, but in everything, pray with thanksgiving, and you meditate on who God is, and you obey His Word, here's what He says. Number one, you will encounter the peace of God. That's promise number one. You will encounter the peace of God. Philippians 4, 7, look at your copy of Scripture. So he just said, do not be anxious, pray about everything, supplication, thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, look, and, verse 7, the peace of God. The peace of God. And this is the kind of peace, the Scripture says, which surpasses all understanding. This is a peace you can't even fathom. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There's promise number one. When you pray about everything, you express gratitude to God, you meditate on God, you obey His Word, the peace, you will encounter the peace of God. This is a promise. His peace will be a shield in the challenging parts of 2022. You can be assured that God will not abandon you, and He's ready to give you His peace. And it's unimaginable. Here's the second promise. Not only will you encounter the peace of God, but the God of peace will be with you. So promise number one, you will encounter the peace of God. The promise number two is the God of peace will be with you. Look at 4.9, Philippians 4.9. So he says, as you think on these things, verse 9, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So you can encounter the peace of God 
but you also get the God of peace. The God of peace will be with you. You will not just receive the gift of peace from God, you'll also receive the gift of God Himself. God Himself will be with you as your peace. And I don't know about you, but that's the kind of peace I want in 2022. So let's summarize and close. In a world where you're prone to worry, where I'm prone to worry, when we trust in God and put into practice these things from His Word, when we pray about everything, we stop and we express gratitude to God in all circumstances. When we meditate and put our minds on the things of God over and over and over again, all throughout the day, not allowing the enemy to win the battle of our mind, we obey the Word of God. We will know the God who says, I will guard your heart and your mind, I will take care of you, I will protect you. Jesus said in Matthew 6, you're worth more than the birds of the air and the lilies in the field. You can trust me to care for you. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be anxious. I have this situation, but more importantly, I have you. You can trust him. You can trust him to care for you. He will be with you. He has not forgotten your name. God is not just saying you have my peace. God says you have me. And as you look forward to the year 2022, all the new that it'll have, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the God of peace says, I care for you, and I will carry you through all of it. I want to close with Isaiah 26.3. You keep him in perfect peace. You, God, keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Why? Because he trusts in you. Trust God. He's good. And you'll experience the peace of God and the God of peace will be with you. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word and its promises. I thank you that you'll never leave us or forsake us. And no matter what situation we face this year, no matter what we encounter, God, you're with us. You care for us. You love us. You'll protect us. Your peace will be a shield for our minds and our hearts. We can experience your peace every single day this year, no matter what we face. Lord, I know that there's some of us sitting here this morning that we're two days into 2022 and we're already facing some difficult challenges. Others of us, we don't even know what we're going to face. But there will be difficult days. There will be challenging days. So God, I pray that each and every one of us, that we would stop and we would pray. We would cast our 
cares on you. That we would trust that you're a good God and that you'll answer our prayers according to your purposes. And while we're praying, that we'll express gratitude and thanksgiving to you. Your supply, everything we need. You've given us everything we need for life and godliness. So God, we thank you for that. Lord, I pray that each and every moment, every day of this year, we would fight the battle that's going on in our minds. Transformed thinking leads to transformed living. And so God, I pray that we would think on the things of God. We would meditate on the things of Christ. We would cling tightly to your promises in your word, to your character. And we'd put faith and trust in who you are and what you say you will do. And God, help us to be people of action, to obey what you've given us today. Help us to not just be hearers of the word only this morning, but to be doers of it. And that as others see us living this year, even in the face of difficult situations, they can see the peace of God in us. God, be with us this year. Help us to bring glory and honor to you in everything we say and do. And it's in your wonderful, powerful name we pray these things. Amen. Let's stand together and sing our song of invitation. I'm here at the front. We have other pastors available to pray with you, to encourage you. The altar's open. Let's respond how the Lord would lead you this morning. If you would like more information, please visit fbbelton.org or call our church office at 254-939-0705. We are located at 506 North Main Street. We hope to see you soon.